The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics you would talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by Messy Mike. Hello. I don't have to ask you how you're doing today because we've been in each other's presence since about 5 o'clock this morning. (laughs) Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Today was a good day. Today was a good day. Today was a good day. And uh, yeah, went better than I expected. Um, You know, a lot of, couple of issues. You know, that could have went the other way, but we made it work and, um, you know, everything turned out perfect. What we're talking about today is we had an event or a catering event in south of Boston for, at a construction site. I, w- I would say it was in Boston, <laughs> but south Boston. So south Boston. It was definitely in the heart of Boston. Yeah, definitely in the heart of Boston <laughs> at a construction site. So it was quite the... We hit, we got quite the amount of looks of passersby. Yes. In the middle of Boston, and there just happens to be in a Meadow Creek smoker just bellowing around and wafting that scent of goodness. And it was the a little city. chilly this morning, so the smoke just billowed. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good cold. the fire department didn't come. Yes, they didn't come, so that's a win there. Yep. Didn't have to fight with them. Yep. So we decided today, we're going to put you on the hot seat, my friend. Excellent. And we're going to talk about catering barbecue. Know nothing about it. Know nothing? <laughs> well, wing it. We I'll have, try. We have an image to uphold. I'll try. How long have you actually been catering? Uh, I've been catering for five years. Um, I've, I've had my own business for five years. I worked for another catering company, um, I'd say for about two and a half years before that. And the other catering company, Big Pig, good good company. They taught me, you know, uh, what I know today, um, you know, managing catering-wise. Um, but, you know, my wife sent me to all the barbecue regions um, to learn the real deal. So that was a nice little present. <laughs> nice little present, nice little present yeah. you know. Would be, you know, a nice birthday present, you know, not saying nothing. Well, if you're going to do it right, you know. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting the look. I'm getting the Go all stand. in. Go all in. I might be sleeping on your couch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, a few questions I have, because mm-hmm. obviously I'm very intrigued on how you do it. As You know, I help you out, and I sit here and I watch how you do it. And, we, you know, as our conversations during the week go on, you know, you're telling me about this gig and that gig and anything we have going on on our our own team and between Pit Life team and the Messy Mike crew. Mm-hmm. Um, the preparation of watching you seems absolutely flawless to me. <laughs> you have definitely had got this down to a science between you and your wife, Katie. Mm-hmm. I see Katie flying around the garage. Getting everything ready. Getting everything know. ready. She's just reaching arms and 
doesn't even have to look. She knows where everything is. Mm -hmm. And then we open that tote in its perfection. Yes. And then we leave it in absolute living hell. (laughs) Yes. That's every party. I mean, she's the... She does all the, I mean, she organizes the bins, um, you know, she gets all the, the plates, the utensils, you know, make sure we have everything for, you know, the amount of people, um, wet wipes, I mean, stuff that you wouldn't think of or I don't think of because all I'm worried about is the actual meat and the sides and making sure that everybody is happy with the, the end product, you know, so that's, that's what's in my head, plus times, you know, certain meats have to go on at certain times and, you know, the food has to be ready at the time that the customer wants to eat no matter what. So, you know, it's time management, you know, knowing your, you know, knowing your pit, how long it's going to take to heat up. Um, you know, in the colder days like today, it, it was a bitch, you know, yeah. it, it took a little longer um, and it's not even that cold yet. But when, you know, when, when steel gets cold, it, it's wet and it takes a long time, um, you know, but I mean, she does everything, you know, um, I mean, and that's the thing. We we get on site, you know, and we just know that the food's in the Cambros, you know, or coolers or whatever, and you get on site, and that bin is perfect. So you don't have to worry about a thing. You take it out, you know, and then it's the, the actual process, and that's what you saw today. You know, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a um, it's kind of a roller coaster. Got a little feedback yeah. <laughs> coming on here of us. Yeah. It's not coming from this board, I don't think. <laughs> well, um, so you saw the process today. Yes. You know, and it's, you get on site, um, you know, you make sure that, you know, right when you get on, right when I get on site, I'd like to have my, um, my smoker going. So, you know, right when you get on site, you, you get the, chimney going and your main point right there is the smoker and then once the smokers all right that should work better once we turn the phone off perfect jeez are you serious oh my goodness so anyway um well, you know what that means so, now i owe everyone a beer this week so i apologize if i was a little you know distracted i'm sorry ed <laughs> John, you're forgiven. Everybody gets one strike. Okay. We, we don't worry about the <laughs> here. Perfect. Um, so, as will you shut that thing? I'm Jesus shutting Christ. it off. It's gone. Um, it's off. Mike's gonna break that on you. <laughs> so, um, you know, you get on site and you worry about getting your smoker up to temp because um, that's the most important thing. Um, you know, we have a smoker now that we smoke all our pork butts and briskets on, so they're overnight. Um, and then once in the morning, depending on what time's the party, then, you know, they're usually between 145, 160. Um, but I have no choice. I have to wrap them. I wrap them in saran wrap and tin foil. Um, it locks the heat in better. Plus it keeps it, all the juices in so they don't seep out of the tin foil or as much. Um, but then, yeah, you get on site, you, you get your stuff on and, you know, then it's kind of a little lull. And then, you know, it's setting up the tables and, you know, all this. But it's a, yeah. it's a roller can, coaster. Can I ask a question of the professional? Because as an amateur, I always make way too much stuff. You know, what? 
how did, what goes into so, the planning on a per person basis? So when I do events and, and that's, that's the tough thing because some events, if it's a lunch, if it's a party, um, you know, if it's an all day event, usually they say four to five ounces of protein, um, per person or four to six ounces. Yep. And then side dishes are, you know, three to four ounces. And if you have more than one protein, then, you know, it, it steps right. down from there. Um, but I'm usually, I'm doing a lot of construction parties and they're hungry and they're hungry, yeah. you know, golf tournaments, they're drinking, and they I, come back and they're like animals. I suppose it depends on the overall number too, because it may even out over, uh, you know, a large group, right? If it's a hundred people versus, you know, 30 people, well, mm -hmm. if you got 30 hungry people, then the numbers aren't necessarily going to match. Yes. And yeah. you never want to run out of food. No. <laughs> yeah, so you know, you have some food left over, then, you know, you bring that back and you just be, get creative with it, um, you know, use it for another event that's, you know, the next day. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot of chilies for the wintertime, soups, stews. Yeah, because that was, that was the, really the major question I had. How do you figure it all out of, like, today was about right around supposedly 75 people. Mm-hmm. We had the golf tournament a couple weeks back. That was 150 people. Mm -hmm. You did the Manchester Brew Fest over the summer. That was 1,000 people. Hmm. We're doing an event at the end of this month, and the guy was estimating about 5,000 people. Mm -hmm. You do. Um, Are you uh, really doing this math to the point of, like you said, 14 ounces? Mm -hmm. No, not, not for events. For events, I'm doing what I can possibly do with capacity. So, you know, if I know that, you know, you always want to know the amount of people that are going to be at an event, and that can determine what you're doing. But, like, the Brew Fest, the Lexington Barbecue Battle, um, you know, this Oktoberfest, I'm going to do what I can possibly fit on my smokers. You know, because it's, it's all day, so it's 11, you know, this event happens to be from 11 to 8 on Saturday and 11 to 4 on Sunday. So, you know, again, you don't want to run out of food, um, but you also don't want to make a ton. But you know, all right, so Saturday I'm going to go all out. I'm going to make as much as I possibly can on Saturday, and then Sunday I figure what I have left on Saturday, and then I determine, you know, if I even need to make stuff on Sunday or, all right, I do need to make stuff. This is how much you're going to make because I have some stuff or nothing left from Saturday. See, this seems harder than the guys in the food trucks because their rule is when I'm out of food, we're closed for the day. Yeah, so. yeah, and I'd I'd love to do that. Right. Um, and but with barbecue, it's tough because in this region, um, if you say I'm run, I ran out of food. Right. You might start getting bad reviews, and people will be might, like, "How the hell did you run out of food?" You might run you out know? of customers eventually. Correct. People just think, "Well, yeah. I'm too late to go over there." Yes, I mean, going. people don't realize how long barbecue actually takes. You right. know, people know that you know. Yes, it's smoked, um, but they don't see that a brisket can take anywhere from you know thirteen to eighteen, you know, nineteen hours, and a pork butt, you know, fourteen to seventeen hours. Yeah, um, and you know, a lot of these places or, or, you know, larger restaurants, they'll make stuff um, and they'll, they'll throw stuff on the night before. They'll make all their ribs and their chicken, you know, the day of. But they're making a ton of it, so they're letting it last, you know, through the night um, or, you know, through the, the service. Right. So till like, you know, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock till they're open. Um, that's good, you know, 
because you have to do what you have to do. Um, and you have CVAPs and, you know, warmers and stuff like that, which keeps meat pretty close to, um, you know, the same quality as it came off the smoker. But, you know, like Texas, you run out of meat, you put as much, pos- you put as, much as you possibly can on your smoker the night before. And then you take all that stuff off. You put all your ribs and chicken on the same smoker, you know, unless you're lucky and you have multiple smokers. Um, and then, you know, all that food is for service for that day. You know, that, that was an interesting point. I think you're right. The average person doesn't realize the time involved. You know, they're used to, okay, well, if you're out, throw it on the grill like a burger and give me something in five minutes, you know. Yeah, correct, exactly. Like today's event, we had to serve at noontime. We were on a working construction right, site, so they're on, they're on the time. The, the, you know, the whistle blew at 1 minute to 12, and they well, were no. working there. Jesus, 10 minutes to 12. 10 minutes to 12 Guys were couple. coming up. I'm not shy. <laughs> and, you know, we're still bringing food into yeah. the chafing dishes. So, you know, it was yeah. – we had to be ready for noontime. Well, see, I'm one of those guys that show up just a little early because I don't want to wait. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but like you were saying, a lot of people don't realize – that process started at six o'clock last night. Right. You know, what, 12, you know, 18 hours before we were actually put the first piece on a, on a plate. Correct. Listen, Johnny, they just know it's delicious. They don't care that, what that, it hey, takes to get there. As long right. as the smiles keep coming in, we're good, right? Correct. Yeah. And then the one thing about catering that's, that's tough is if you're a restaurant, yeah, you're going to, you spend money on your, your product. Um, but you can have that one, you know, one rib that doesn't come out right, you know, and use it for something else or that one brisket that didn't come out right. So you're going to throw that in a chili with catering. You have to be, you know, right down basically to the to the inch, you know, to food wise. Uh, you know, you can't make any mistakes with, with leftovers. I, I think you can do a lot with mac and cheese. Oh, you can do a ton with mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, we. Um, I was fortunate enough to try some of your stuff at an event here at Studio 21. I had some ribs that night. I had some, uh, oh, some chicken wings. And we, we had extra chicken wings. So I think it was Monday, Jonathan <laughs> made homemade mac and cheese. And oh. he did a good job. It was an extra kind of saucy mac and cheese. So I was able to dip the wings in. Oh, the, oh, ooh, oh now you're talking my language. It, it was heaven. Oh, nice. <laughs> awesome. So, so thank you for that. No problem. There were thank smiles you. on our faces. Awesome. Awesome. And, well, that's, and that's another reason why I do this. It's the, you know, I used to be an electrician. Well, I still am an electrician. But you saw it today. How many, oh, you were coming up to me and go, how's it going? I go, it's going great. I'm sitting there <laughs> grin to grin. Every every single bu- per every person coming through the line, you know this is great. They're coming up again, and, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here come creeps you out of nowhere. Where'd you come yep. from? You got to put a bell on you. Yep. What are they thinking? Oh, they think it's great. What's the matter? I can't see people. I can't watch people eat my food. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's one thing that I can't do is I don't want to watch people's reactions eating my food. I want them to, you know. Enjoy it, um, but they always come back and they always say, you know, everything was excellent. Thank you so much. And, you know, unlike any other industry, people thank you. And then you become family with those yeah. people. They, you know, they call you for repeat business. Um, 
So it's it's just making and, connections. And you don't have to worry about me. If I didn't like it, I'd tell you. <laughs> and that's what I that's what I'd want everybody to do. Yeah. Um, because I mean, an honest review helps you know right. you. Um, if and, you know if people are just saying, oh, it's good, which you know if it's not, then it doesn't make me get better. Good, yeah, good doesn't really help in any way, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, if I come to you and say, okay, I I had a problem with the consistency of the ribs, right? They they were too too overdone and i didn't have you know any chew or pull on the rib then you i mean you can at least take that feedback correct although you certainly know how to make a rib but even even feedback of that this is a little spicy for me it's good for you to hear it because if you hear it from enough people then you know okay for the average person i've got to adjust it yes yep oh yeah and and again you know Catering and, and even restaurants, you're doing that much quantity, that much volume, you know, there might be, you know, so when people go in, oh, I had a bad experience or whatever like that, you're going to get, you know, one rib or one brisket or one, you know, something that might not be up to par 100%. Yeah. Um, you know, and at the same time, I mean, we've had stuff that I don't think is 100%, but everybody else thinks it is you know so it's it's a fine line but you know at the same time we throw stuff on a smoker you know kind of like an oven but it's it's different it's almost like a it you know bringing coming back to the basics you know you're smoking food you're not cooking it on an oven with the heat you know you're actually smoking it through a smoking process you know for me Different smokers have different personalities, yep. right? Oh, yeah. And oh, absolutely. Really, oh, yeah. I just, mean, just like a woman. Yeah. And, you know, ovens do to a point, too, but they're much more consistent. Correct. You know, you might have some with hot spots here or there, but smokers, really, you got to get to know them well. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and the thing with a barbecue restaurant is that differs from a regu- any other restaurant. You're not necessarily making to order, you know, because of there's so much time to prepare it. You know, you can go to any restaurant up the strip here on 28 and walk in and go, yep, I want a, you know, I want the the barbecue chicken. And they're making the chicken right then, barbecue sauce, whatever they do. With a barbecue restaurant, much different. Yeah. You're not getting it. it It might be sitting there for, you know, a bit, you know, you're keeping it as fresh as possible. Yeah, I mean, with a, a the use real of the Cambros and yeah, I mean, a real barbecue restaurant is is basically you're gonna you're gonna smoke your stuff, um, you know, and then you're gonna take it out, um, you know, let it rest for a little bit, and then wrap it, throw it in a C-Vap or a warmer, and that mm-hmm. is basically a a commercial Cambro. Um, and then, you know, you're going to put your ribs and chicken on and do the same exact thing. Your side dishes, you know, you're going to put in a um, steam table, you know, and, and keep them warm or cold or whatever. But, you know, a real barbecue restaurant will, all right, you want a pulled pork sandwich. They're going to take a pork butt that hasn't been pulled yet, grab a bit off of it, pull it right there, weigh it, put it either in a sandwich or on the plate and give it to you. You know, they're not going to take it, put it on the grill, put sauce on it, you know, let it heat up. Um, you know, you're getting the actual meat that came right out of the smoker, and that's the process. You know, no dolling it up or anything. Same thing with brisket. 
You're going to take the brisket out of the warmer. You're going to slice it, weigh it. Here you go. You know, you're not going to put it on the grill. You're not going to sauce the crap out of it. It's people come to eat barbecue for the meat. You know, sauce is second. People can add their own sauce and, you know, they can put as much as they want. But, you know, real barbecue is minimal sauce. Yeah, Joni, make a good point. It's not cooked to order unless you have 15 hours to wait. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> to order, yeah. Correct. Call us the night before, put in your order. You know, so like some of the cigar dinners we've had, you know, we need to put in to a um, back when you could smoke in still in Boston and restaurants. Mm-hmm. We'd have a lot of dinners at the Palm and Morton's and everything. We'd have to get the list together and call whoever was running the party would have to call two days in advance. You know, I need 45 prime cuts of prime rib, right. you know. Two end cuts and this, you know, because it's not, they have to get it in. It's not something that you keep on hand all the time at that quantity. Right. Oh, yeah. And like prime rib, you know, kind of the same deal. You, you know, you put your rub on it um, and then you throw it in alto sham. And, um, you know, that basically cooks it um, with, you know, evaporation. um, Water, so evaporation, I guess. I don't know. Um, and that cooks overnight. And then again, you know, towards the center is going to be your rare. As you go out, medium rare, medium, and then your end cuts are going to be, you know, well. Um, but, yeah, same thing. I mean, it, it's an overnight process. But, I mean, look at the look at the final product. You know, you can't beat anything when it's done right. Oh, it was, it was, today was, today's cook was perfect. Today's cook was perfect. Everyone was thrilled. And going back to a previous topic we were talking about with, you know, quote-unquote possibly losing customers, there was a great um, event in Derry, Derry After Dark, Mm -hmm. where a bunch of restaurants get together and they block off, right? Yep. And you were telling me that once the gates opened, there were people who literally ran to your site, (laughs) and the first thing was going, I'm coming to you first because... You were sold out last year. I didn't get the opportunity to to see what everybody was raving about. Correct. So that's a great thing. Yes. You know, that's going to put a little bit of a smile on your face. Oh, it does. I mean, you when know. you sell 40 racks of ribs in 20 minutes, I mean. Although I got to tell you, I used to go to a lot of these where there'd be, you know, all kinds of people set up. And I just don't have the patience because, you know, there's such a big crowd. There is. There, there was, I mean, you, the, the you, crowds are for the beers. Yeah, well, you kind of have to, you know, set your strategy. Okay, I'm going to get some ribs here and take those to wait in this line yep. to get some of this. <laughs> oh, exactly. And, I mean, we used to do the Deerfield Fair, too, yep. which is, that's, um, that I think this, that was this past weekend. And, I mean, same thing. You, you had people that you couldn't even see the booth across from you because right. of the amount of people, you know, and people were just waiting in line after line after line. It's crazy for food. I mean, you know. But great food. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, people wait in line for two things. Food, which ice cream is part of food, and beer. True. Two, very true statements. Well, great job. Thank you. Well, that's it for this week, guys. Uh, we'd like to thank you all for joining us. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your questions and comments to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. Um, We're on Facebook 
at Pit Life BBQ Podcast. Um, join the group page, Pit Life Barbecue, on, also on Facebook. You can catch us on YouTube. Um, if you can't catch us live, you can find us on iTunes and any other uh, podcast carriers you use. Um, and once again, please, we'd love to keep this going for you. Um, please uh, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Uh, it goes a long way. Helps us out. If you love it, if you hate it, just let, let us, us know. know. If you get any topics that you we haven't covered so far in, I think, this is our ninth episode. Yep. If we have any questions. Anything, get in touch with us. Let us know, and we'd be glad to look into it and talk to it with you. Um, that's it. Until next week. Want to say a, goodbye? Have a good night. <laughs> Keep the smoke rolling, guys. opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.